All right, I've got a question for you today. How often as a kid did we think, oh, I cannot wait to grow up? Do you remember that? Do you remember being seven, eight, or nine and thinking, or even 13 and 14 and thinking, oh, I cannot wait to grow up? Even today we hear little kids say these same words and I have to wonder why that is. Maybe it's because they can stay up later without having a curfew. Or maybe it's because they can have another piece of pie without having to ask anyone. <laughs> Those are the silly little things that kids usually think about. There are lots of reasons why they would want to grow up faster. Today, we are going to talk about the idea of letting our kids live in a way where they don't have to wait to be an adult or to grow up to live as people with impact. Welcome back to the Live Out Loud podcast, the space where we talk about intentional living and wholehearted parenting. I am your host, Kim Kierkeleet, and I talk about life from my perspective. First, as third cultured kid, walking through loss as a widow, single parenting, then finding love and blending a family, and now as a mother of 14 years, but always as a child of God. So let's have conversations of living out with intention for the kingdom of God. So once again, welcome to the Live Out Loud podcast. I think if you had the chance to sit down and talk to each of my children, they would tell you that we have had an out-of-the-box life, a life that most people would consider a bit abnormal. But because of this, they have had some pretty incredible experiences in their short lives. One of those being living outside of the country or outside of the U.S. for three and a half years. Now, to set the stage, I grew up as an MK, or a missionary kid, in the mountains of Guatemala. And I loved every minute of it. The experience of growing up third culture was so wonderful to me. So, when I got the opportunity for my kids to experience a little of that same life, I jumped at the chance and in due time, I moved myself and my four kids down to Guatemala to work alongside my parents' ministry. And when we moved, my kids were nine and under, all the way down to three. Looking back, I just shake my head at the thought of being a single mother, selling everything we owned, packing it up, and moving my kids and I to a different country. Saying it out loud sounds a little bit crazy, but... We actually did that. But I remember stepping off the plane with my little ones right on my heels and thinking, okay, we are really going to do this. Of course, it took some time to get settled in a new country and to work out the details of setting up a new life, but we jumped right in, into the culture and into ministry life. Now, because of the nature of the ministry that we were working with, we had the amazing opportunity to host short-term teams during our years there. Hosting them looked like a week full of people to love, a mountain of behind-the-scenes operations, pulling together details to make sure that week ran smoothly, and it looked like running serve teams, all of which my children were a part of and helped make happen. It was during this wonderful and, dare I say, overwhelming experience that my view of my children shifted ever so beautifully. I have always thought my children to be a blessing, 
Of course, scripture tells us that they are a blessing. We can read that in a commonly quoted verse in Psalms 127, 3-5. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. And then it goes on to verse 5. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. This is a very commonly and quoted verse. And of course, there are other verses that talk about children being a blessing. But I'm going to be honest here. When I read those verses and chapters, I saw them as a blessing to me and to our family. God had given them to us and they were a blessing to us. And the idea of them being a blessing really stopped there. But in watching our life unfold in the mountains of Guatemala, I began to see what a beautiful blessing they were to the world around them. I didn't have to wait for them to grow up and be adults to see how God would use them in big ways. Okay, this may be a simple thought and one that many of you possibly think fundamental as I do now, but I remember writing this down in my journal as I was thinking through this brand new to me thought. The thought that today at age nine and seven and five and three, my children were an extension of God's grace. God hadn't created them and said, oh, I will wait to use you when you are 27 or 42. They were an extension of God's grace that day. And just like you and I, they have the same father who has given them gifts to share with others. And our children don't have to wait to be adults or wait to grow up to leave a mark on this world. The Bible tells us, that every individual is created in the image of God in Genesis 1.27. This means that children are part of God's creation, have inherent value and purpose. They are not insignificant or powerless, but they have the potential to make a meaningful impact in their families, in their communities, and the world around them. After I had the realization that children were not just a blessing to me and my family, I started watching their interactions and their strengths. And I looked for ways to empower their giftings. I would take my son, for example, who wins the heart of small children so easily. I gave him opportunities to lead the games in the villages that we would visit. Instead of heading up the games by myself, I would hand them the ball and have him come up with me. He would help me line everybody up and get the game started. I could have taken charge and used the line, oh, but he's just a kid, and have him sit on the sidelines to watch or join the game. But giving him a chance to step into a gifting that God has given him gives him the opportunity today to live in a way that leaves an impact on the world around him. Then I take my daughter, for instance, who loves to write and make pictures for people. I make sure I have a book of stamps and a stack of envelopes for her ready to use freely so she can send little thinking of you notes to friends and family. We can so easily brush off their seemingly small attempts at what we think are adult tasks. But instead, I want to challenge us to bring them in and let them share what God has given them with the world. Let's give them a space to live out fully the capacities that God has given them. Jesus himself emphasized the importance of serving others, regardless of age. In Matthew 20, verse 28, he said, 
the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Our children can emulate Jesus' example by serving others with humility, compassion, and love. And in doing so, they make a tangible difference in the lives of those around them. We have a chance today to view our children as a blessing to the world that God has placed them in and not stifle the blessing that they can be to others, but let God work through them, let God speak through them, and let them be the hands and feet of Jesus today. Instead of only viewing them as a blessing for our family or for their parents, view them as a blessing to others. Yes, they need coaching in when to speak or or how to say something, but once the coaching has been done, we have to let them step into a place of blessing, a place of, of living out for the kingdom of God, a place where they are not thinking, oh, I cannot wait to be an adult so I can serve, so I can bless, so I can live it out. No, they can start today. Now, if you haven't gathered from my previous podcast that I like lists, I'm going to tell you right now. I love lists. So naturally, I have put together a list of practical tips to provide space for our children to live in a way where they impact the world around them today. Here are just a few of the things that have worked for our family and I have seen fruit come from them. So to start off our list, we have empower. Give them the space to use their strengths. Look for opportune moments and then let them step into them fully. And if they need a small nudge, help them with that too. Empowering looks like opening up the conversation when it is appropriate. It could also look like an outgoing child inviting someone over to dinner. Maybe you have a harder time stepping out in that, inviting people into your home, but your child does not. Have them invite people over once you have discussed it, of course but letting them use their gifting of making friends easily. That is empowering. So simply put, look for ways to help your child live out their strengths. And moving on to the next one on the list, which is hosting. Talk to your kids about hosting. Discuss what it means to be good hosts. What would a good host do? They would take the coats, offer a drink, Make sure the salsa and the chips are replenished when they seem to be running low. And after you have discussed it or talked about it, practice. Have a little host and guest role play. And yes, serve up some salsa and chips. Kids will usually say yes, less reluctantly when there is food involved. Number three, opportunities. Help your kids look for opportunities to love. Talk about their individual strengths and brainstorm ways that they can use their strengths to bless and love others. An example of this is let them pray over someone. If someone needs prayer, don't shy away from your children laying hands on someone and praying over them when the opportunity is right. Find those special ways where your children can step into using their gifting for the kingdom of God. Then we have serve. Teach them how to lead well. Have constant conversations on what a good leader does. For example, a good leader serves others. 
They can learn to be a blessing to others in serving. The next one is focus. When we teach our children to see life through the lens of eternity, it can help them become less self-centered and more peace-seeking. Helping them see life through the lens of eternity can become less about me and more about others. More generous, kinder, helpful, peaceful, joyful. Okay, now it just sounds like I am rattling off the fruits of the Spirit. But being kingdom-minded is living out the fruits of the Spirit. And that is a good reminder for all of us, not just our kids, I think. Anyway, here's a simple example of shifting our focus and remembering that what we have can be used to love others. What we have, meaning our, with our kids, their toys, their gifting, tools, time, whatever they have accessible. One of my boys has this really cool rock crawling RC car that he saved up for and bought with his own money. He takes really good care of this car and he and his dad connect over rock crawling with the, these little RC cars. But when younger children come to the house and they seem to be getting a little bit bored, especially towards the end of the visit when they have exhausted all of the other options of entertainment, my son will gladly pull out this special RC car. Then he proceeds to set up a small course in the living room for the kids to try and keep from tipping over. He teaches them how to use the controller and then he sits by and watches them use it carefully. But he gladly shares because he knows what a blessing that small toy is to them. Giving them perspective with what we have and then what we do with what we have helps them live in a way that they just bless and serve and love everyone around them. So we have focus, serve, opportunities, hosting, empower, and that's my short list that I just put together, but I am sure that your family can come up with some amazing ideas to help your children make an impact today. If you do come up with some awesome ideas, I would love to hear your thoughts on these. If you want to shoot them over on Instagram, I am on the space ellieandtheboys.co. That is ellieandtheboys.co. Like I've said before, this space is not for me to tell you how to live. And so if we can encourage each other with thoughts or ideas, we can grow kingdom families together. Thank you for spending the last few minutes with me on this space. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Signing off from the Live Out Loud podcast. <laughs>